Beautiful soul unicorns, welcome back to the latest episode of the I Said No podcast. What's that hashtag? ISM pod. This is your safe emotional space. Mm -hmm. This is the place where you get to lay all of your pandemic burdens down. While I record this intro, I want you to know what time and date it is. Why? Because all of the days and all of the hours to me are bleeding and melting into each other. And it's important for me to get back into healthy routines that remind me of the current space and time I'm in. So today is Friday, May 1st, 2020. And the time is 7, 10 p.m. The episode that you are about to listen to is with one of my favorite people. This episode has been sitting in my laptop for over three weeks now. I actually forgot about it because I have not had the desire to record or post anything related to podcasting. The razzle nor the dazzle has been within me. However, I am reminding myself who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a fantastic, magical, intelligent, smart, intellectual, intellectual, entertaining, funny, enthusiastic, motivating force in people's lives. And it's okay for me to take a break and recalibrate and refill my cup so that I am able to get on this microphone and give something to you. And the last time I did that was with my current guest, who is the one and only Crystal Clear. I'm not going to talk your head off. We'll talk soon about how I'm finding myself again. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm doing that through being of service to others. And I really think my CMOS intake has something to do with it. We'll talk. We'll discuss. I say no to over-talking over Crystal, okay? I'll say yes to letting you hear the current episode. Are you ready for the latest episode of the I Said No podcast? Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hell no. Hashtag ISN pod. Beautiful souls. I am excited. Excited is an understatement. I am ecstatic, exuberant. I am feeling all the feels. Why? Because I have someone here that I admire. I have someone here that I respect. I have someone here that I have grown fond of over the last, I believe it's two years or so, maybe more. And she is a podcaster herself. But more importantly, she's a woman. She's a being. She's a mother. She's a wife. She is a calming source and energy in my life. And I'm going to let her speak for herself without further ado, I would like to not only, no, 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 not introduce you because she's been here before, I believe. If not here on the I Said No podcast, I've been on her show before or she's been on Not Your Mama's podcast. I'm not sure. I just know that we have crossed professional (laughs) (laughs) professional and personal paths before. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, unicorns, give it up for the one and only Crystal Clear. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone doing? I am Crystal from Crystal Clear, the podcast, and I'm here with Stephanie. And, you know, this space of us having conversations is a very familiar one. So I understand you're like, we we do this. We do this. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely do this. So whatever platform you got to hear us, you know, collab on, 
it has been done before. This is a space we've created and we try to get back to as often as possible. So yes, yes, yes. yes. Thank you, Crystal, for being here. Thank you for being so patient. I'm going to give you beautiful souls, a little back history story. (laughs) I was supposed to have Crystal on last year in 2019. As you know, um, I branched out from Nacho Mama's podcast with Lauren to do. I said no. And I kept saying like, I want Crystal on, I want Crystal on because anytime Crystal and I engage, I, I, I kid you not, my spirit is shifted she brings the razzle dazzle without even knowing it right she is just an automatic powerful being for me and her calmness has so much strength and whether it's twitter a dm or open twitter conversation or a voice note or an email whatever we do i just feel like wow these people need to hear from crystal so i went back to our thread from 2019 right before the one year anniversary in August of the I said no podcast and I'm like hey girl I want you on and she's just like hey reminding you that you know you we were going to work together and we just had this lovely dialogue and I was looking at it the other day then she got on my Twitter thread and we just started vibing and I was just like you know what now now is the time now is the time no more waiting I asked her she said yes and she's here Crystal, again, thank you. Can you tell the people where they can hear the Crystal Clear podcast? And I believe you have another podcast as well, right? Right, right, right. So um, I am currently uh, on SoundCloud, Google Play, and it's Crystal Clear, the podcast. And that's Crystal, C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L, Clear, the podcast. And I'm on Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you, you know, listen to your podcast, Spotify, all the places and you know that's where you can find me and my other podcast is called the reigning opinions podcast and just like it sounds the reigning opinions and that's also our that's also on all of the uh platforms where you can listen to podcasts so check us out check me out (laughs) check my girl crystal out thank you crystal and um shout out to your co-host what's her name again Carmen. Shout out to Carmen. Hi, Carmen. Thank you for being such a great partner to our beloved Crystal. <laughs> and yes. um, I look forward to crossing paths with both of you one day. You yes. know, one of mm-hmm. my biggest goals is to have live in-person conversations with some of the people that I met virtually yes. that I enjoy. And yes. Crystal girl, you on that list. Yes, that would be amazing. Like, I know it will happen. I know it will happen. Um, you know, I am a little shy, but I feel like as as the years go by, I get like more and more, you know, acquainted with what people get from me. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I accept it and I'm like, OK, I give it permission to be. And, you know, so it's like I, I'm I guess you can say I, I'm getting more comfortable in my own skin as far as what I do. Yes. And um, I'm not as nervous about meeting people. So I really am looking forward to the time when we get to do that. Yes. I know it'll be great. It is going to be great. And, you know, as outgoing as I am, um, I'm mm-hmm. very much an introvert and extrovert. People just think I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. No, I'm an extrovert when I'm out. Because I'm out, mm-hmm. right? I'm extroverted. But I re- I'm very reclusive. After I go out, my battery's drained and I have to become an introvert to refill. 
to recharge. Yes. Um, but people, again, people really think that I'm just an extrovert 24 seven and I'm not. So I do have some hesitation. I do have some nerves around meeting new people because I don't know how much energy they're going to suck from me. Right. I don't know mm-hmm. what they're going to need or require or expect. You know, you and I talk about those uh, pedestals that we, mm-hmm. well, that people put us on without our permission. And sometimes right. those pedestals come with uh leech like, um, leech like moments where you're they expect you to be this being and they want to pull from you everything Mm -hmm. that is attached to those expectations and even if you try your best to recoil it energy is palpable and you can't help but feel that this person wants to be around you this person needs something from you this person is clamoring to touch the hem of your garment so to speak right (laughs) and you go home and you're just wondering why you're so tired or why you're so fatigued Mm -hmm. or why that headache is you know as pronounced as it is so I say all that to say that though I am a little bit more extroverted than you are, I want you to know that I relate to having conditions around meeting right. people. I, I relate to that very much. Yeah, it's it's a real thing, but like I feel like I'm getting over it. Um, you know, the more I put myself out there, you just, you know, early on, you don't know how people are going to, you know, perceive you or, you know, accept you. And then when you get a feel for how they are receiving you, you kind of you're kind of like, is that even who I am? So how am I going to show up? They perceive as somebody else. I don't know right. who that is. Say I can't that. be that person it, when I show up. Yeah. So it's like I'm yes. I'm getting more comfortable with how people um, identify me and how I actually identify myself and how the two can be as close to one as possible, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of you know where I am now. I'm closer to that point, and so I feel a little bit better about um, you know just meeting face to face with different people or whatever. I'm I really like people, but just like you, like you said, like you just never know what energy is going to be drained from you. And I'm very protective of my energy. Right. Cause it, it for me it takes I feel maybe a little bit longer to recuperate all that I need. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Why it takes me a little bit longer, but it does. And so it is a very um important thing to me. But you know, we're right there together. We understand each other and you know, you are somebody I'm not concerned with, you know, uh, sucking up all my energy. <laughs> I feel goodness. like we can recharge each other, yes. each other and be just fine. You know, come yes. out completely whole because, yes. you know, we bring the same, Amen. you know, type of thing to each other. So... I'm not concerned with you. I look forward to that. But well yeah, said. So. Well said, Miss Crystal. You said a few things in there. I'm like, where's my pen? Because you said a few <laughs> things up in there that I was just like, say that. And yes, let me piggyback and say, I'm not worried about that with you either. Why, Crystal? Because you and I took the time to virtually mm-hmm. connect. You see what I'm saying? We took the time Mm -hmm. to say, who is this woman that I'm listening to? Is Uh she more than just that microphone presence, right? Is she more than just what I hear when I press play or what Mm -hmm. I read in a tweet? And understanding that we're multi-layered beings, Mm-hmm. that we're on this mic giving the version of ourselves that we're comfortable giving, but also mm-hmm. preserving those sacred parts of ourselves that we're not comfortable giving. Mm. Yes. You know, so I, I, I'm not scared to meet you either because you understand all of those <laughs> dynamics and logistics. Right. <laughs> See, we ain't even, listen, listen, this is what I'm talking about. The minute I start talking to Crystal, it just go there. It just go there. And I'm glad she's here so she can go there with you. Now, Crystal, ahead of time, as any great podcaster should, I sent you some topics. Are you ready to get into them? 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So as we all know, right now, depending on when you're listening, we are in the midst of quarantine in the world with this dreadful, horrible, for some people, um, to me, it's the angel of death crystal. I got my lamb's butt outside my door. I know you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. (laughs) We are in the middle of this coronavirus uh, shut in and shut down. And again, depending on when you're listening, you might be listening when we're coming out of it. We might still be in it whenever you're listening know that there is something that you in my opinion will still get from what crystal and i discussed so i asked crystal a few questions i sent her a few bullet points and one of them was about the resilience in the black community how we deal with fear and crisis if anything is a crisis this coronavirus pandemic Mm -hmm. is right you don't label something a pandemic that's not a crisis Right. Right. We are mm-hmm. in crisis, meaning mm-hmm. we are not in our normal situation. We're not in our normal state. There are things that are different in my whole entire human life. Crystal, I have never been quarantined to my house. Right. Right. I have never had to leave work and have my company shut down or work from home completely. Mm-hmm. Some people are furloughed or some people are laid off altogether. Right. Right. So tell me how you as a black woman identify crisis. Right. What is your history with crisis? How have you been told to deal with the crisis and how it pertains to this pandemic? Because, you know, black people are not new to struggle. Am I correct? No. Right. We're not. We're not. And, you know, the definition of crisis is a time of intense difficulty, trouble or danger. Black people, a.k.a. slavery. Right. We are not Mm -hmm. we're Mm -hmm. not we are not newbies to the definition of crisis. We are not new to struggle. We're not new to pain. We're not new to strife. Does that condition us? crystal in a way to expect it and then get comfortable in it like I see many of our people doing now by not social distancing still throwing parties and not following the rules you know um, a lot of our community they tend to be more of the mindset to where they are untouchable you understand like they just don't have to worry about what everybody else has to worry about Mm -hmm. and I I call the best way to label that is just it's it's fear, but it's like rebellious fear, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and instead of them, you know, accepting the limitations that will keep them safe, they're kind of, you know, rebelling against their fear with foolishness and not putting themselves in the best, you know, predicaments. And and I feel like it's still fear. They just won't handle it the best way. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of our community is they're not faring well. Right. And it's, 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 it's sad because you, you understand like we, we have this experience, you know, we, we have, you know, things that make us familiar with crisis, but I guess it's just different enough for us, you know, not to think, Mm -hmm. you know, not Mm -hmm. to put our best foot forward when it comes to stuff like this. I know there's a lot of things that we have to consider. Like some people don't have the privilege to stay at home or whatever. Some people are essential workers. They have to go out and be exposed to the public. They have to, they have to pay bills. They, they, they feel like this is, you know, a non-negotiable for them. Like I don't have that, that option. So of course I'm out there, but then you're just like, okay, but is there some kind of way where, you know, you can talk to the people, you know, you just, you, you want to find out for them, but you can't. you can't. And it's just like some of the people out there, they're not fearful. 
They mm-hmm. they are they are careless. Um, yeah. they, some, of some of it is ignorance. Some of it is ignorance. Yeah, they're they're they they're just not protecting themselves or the others around them. And the mm-hmm. best thing I've heard in regards to you know the coronavirus, and even if you don't have it, to act like you do so you right. can protect others and you know yourself. Right. You know, right. like it's it's just being considerate of life at this point. Like we just don't know who and how they'll react to it. You know, like if they have it, how you'll react to it. If you're exposed to it, you just don't know enough. And so the best thing is to practice, you know, being, you know, cautious about it. But a lot of us have to be out. So you're like, do you have like a mask that you, you know, can wear and, you know, keep you from breathing in everybody's uh, particles? And do you have, you know, multiple gloves so you don't cross contaminate and you can change out or do you have like hands and what do you do what are you doing to make yourself safe and unfortunately you don't see that across the board so I would love to say oh you know the black community we're doing well we're doing what we have to do we're gonna fare through this just fine and we won't have you know uh any issues but that's just not it's not the case so yeah yeah I feel like the hardest thing for us right now it's just accepting it for what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a limitation. This is this is a crisis. This is something bad. We have to honestly accept that there is a problem. There is a threat. There is a pandemic. There is a virus. And we need to steer clear. I think we're in denial. Like mm-hmm. I said, we're being rebellious with our fear. I, I agree with you on many points you made. I do think many people are in denial. And I think that has to do with the whole resilience narrative, right? We are strong. Mm -hmm. Black people are strong. People of color are strong. We've been oppressed for many years, whether it's microaggression and oppression, um, whether it is slavery, whether it's on the work in the workforce, whether it's anywhere in the world, right? We have dealt with oppression all of our lives. And even if we haven't directly dealt with it, we know that all of those things can be transferable in the womb. Right. We know that a lot of those traumas can be transferable in our father's seed, whether we actually Mm -hmm. felt the remnants of slavery or oppression or not. And when black people describe themselves, Crystal, often they say we're resilient. Mm-hmm. we're strong and the definition of resilient is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and toughness so I right. feel a part of this is because of that resilience narrative that black people have taken on which which again it's true there is truth true. to the resilience but I think because it's a one note it is constantly what we describe ourselves as and what the world sees us and describes us as and again it's true I think because of that Crystal there is this sense of ignorance that we get through anything if we can get through slavery if our ancestors can get through slavery then we can get through anything so the hell with Rona I'm gonna still take the trains in New York I'm gonna still post my videos we still gonna have these bottles and these honey bottles and we're gonna be in the street and we're gonna get fines and we're gonna be ignorant and let and chase the cops and let the cops chase us we're not gonna wear our mask and again this is not everybody people do not text me or email me or dm me and say but that's not Mm -hmm. what I'm doing me and Crystal ain't talking to you (laughs) Okay, me and Crystal are not talking to. We're talking to the stuff that we're constantly seeing online from our people now. And I also don't want y'all to email me or DM me and Twitter uh, and Twitter me and and, and Crystal and talking about, well, what about them other white folk? We're not doing that today. We're going to focus on building our community people. We're going to focus on Uh us. Right, Crystal? (laughs) Right. Right. That's what we're doing. Because we like to deflect as a community as well. 
We do. And and since we're there, I just we 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 will remain resilient. However, you know, there's more than one way to be it. You Say understand? It. Yes. How can you be resilient and not defiant? Because I feel like that's how right. most people, most black people define resilience is defiance. Right. Right. It's just, you know what? Be resilient with figuring out ways to limit you know, your exposure to the outside world, figure out ways to make your home, your safe haven, figure out ways to enjoy the heck out of yourself in your house, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. be resilient in that way. Right. You know, be resilient with the fact that, you know, if you don't, you know, get to do something in the next three days or whatever, be resilient in the fact that you're not going to break in three days. You actually want to be fine when you get Right, you know, right. Be resilient. Be strong in resisting. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. resisting the urges, resisting your, you know, your common, resisting your familiar um, routines. Be resilient in that. That's where your strength is needed. I, I feel like we, oftentimes, you know, want to be labeled as strong. We just don't know how to relabel some things we might not define as strong. Ooh, you, you know, like, tapped into something, Crystal. Come on with the unlearning. Yes. How do we relabel resilience not to automatically mean rebellious and ridiculous, right? How mm-hmm. do we relabel resilience where it is the definition? It says, yes, I can recover quickly from difficulties and toughness, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I'm going to be rebellious and dishonor the rules because they don't even know right. what I need to recover from from so for me to be resilient and recover quickly from a difficulty I need to understand the difficulty I need to know what I'm up against and we don't know what we're up against so you can't even be resilient because you don't even know what it's going to take to bounce back you don't know right and and the thing is be resilient about the the safest hardest thing you know (laughs) the safest (laughs) hardest thing fight that thing fight Mm. the indoors and how hard it is to stay there fight that don't go out there and try to fight the unseen virus that you don't know where it is and who has don't do that if you have the option you know because like the more of us that refuse to stay in is affecting people who don't have a choice you know and so and that's the thing it's like do the hard thing, but the safest hard thing, Say you know, that. like be resilient in that. And and mm-hmm. I really, I really wish it was okay with people to feel like they were taking orders in a form that not that somebody's telling you what to do, mm-hmm. but you're just taking directions from people who know better. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're just in this place with our government where we, we really can't trust them. Really. We haven't gotten a whole lot of good information, right. but ultimately they are in danger themselves. Right. So they're giving us the best they got, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we got a clown running the the White House, so you know we really ain't going to get no information. You're absolutely right. We're not getting anything from credible sources, right? So we're just out here figuring it out and doing what we want to do. But you're right. We have to start to control the safest thing to control. And Mm -hmm. we don't want to be told what to do. And let's be honest, Crystal, this is triggering. You know, black Black people have been chained. We have been told what to do. Even right. our incarceration system now is the new modern form of slavery, right? There are uh-huh. more black men in jail than, I, from what I've read, I don't know how true it is, there are more black men in jail than that were actually enslaved uh, over the course of, wow. I don't know how true that is, so don't quote me, but this is stuff that okay. I'm reading, like the amount of black men mm-hmm. that go in and out of jail. 
since they decided to because you know um jail is just a new form of slavery you know the first police was the ku klux klan right so it was just another way to keep Mm -hmm. us down so it just transformed into off of chains you know and nooses on trees and it just transformed into the prison system so this is triggering for people of color because when white people tell us what to do that ancestral Mm -hmm. dna stuff that we talked about you know we are triggered when we have people like this cheeto who's in 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 the white house and these white people whether you like cuomo in new york who's our governor who i think is doing a great job he's still a white man crystal and i would be i would be dishonoring our ancestors and all they suffered and went through to not acknowledge that this shutdown is reminiscent for many people who don't even know that they're rebelling Mm -hmm. and why they're rebelling because it's a remnant of losing our freedom which we didn't have for such a long time Right. I, and I and I absolutely understand that. But again, it comes to how we are being resilient. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, even though things may look like something we've experienced before that, that, that didn't end up well, you know, something that harmed us before or whatever, we have to say, you know what? This ain't that. Even they mm-hmm. have to be in the house right now. Right. Even them. <laughs> yes. You know, even right. them. This is not you know, slavery for to. us. They have to be in the house They're too. also enslaved. We right. Everybody is slave right, right now. If that's okay? the case, the world is enslaved. Right. The world is enslaved. Corona is the master right now okay mm. that's how we're gonna look at corona it. is master child that's gonna be we the want name to actually of we want episode. to actually beat the master by being safe you know yeah this is how we get over this one yes Crystal, you just together. named this episode ma'am you corona is massa you just named <laughs> this episode there it is. because I you love it. you are not lying see this is why i told y'all i need crystal clear on this podcast because she gives me clarity <laughs> she's right we're not enslaved we're taking corona so personal crystal we we are acting like it is an, an individual attack, not just on us and our households and our mm-hmm. community, but it is a world global pandemic. Global. It's a glo- global. global. Do you understand what global means? The whole globe. The whole thing. Mm. The, the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're all, we're all in this together, whether we like it or not. Everybody's in different stages and different phases or whatever, but we, we are all experiencing it. And we just have to deal. And this is where our strength needs to be exerted in dealing Mm -hmm. with it. And I've Mm -hmm. I've had had similar conversations regarding this because I feel like us being in our house is just, you know, putting us in a different mindset. But we have to, if we feel like we're in a prison, we need to redefine Mm. this prison. Our Mm -hmm. home is not our prison. No. So you might not be in prison. You might actually be... Um, protected. Okay. Mm-mm. So it's your protection. Let's call it your protection. Let's your home preach. is your protection, not your prison. Yes. Yes. Okay? My home is my sanctuary. It is not my prison. Your home is your sanctuary, yes. not your prison. Yes. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is the thing that we just need to be clear with right now that we are not um, being forced to, you know, be enslaved. We're being forced to protect ourselves. This is what, we're being forced to do. Yes. They, this is them actually trying to help they're us. They're trying like to I help said. us, not imprison us. They're trying to mm-hmm. help us. Say that they're again. Trying, they're trying to they're help trying to us, help. not imprison us. And we are not so, you know, we are so used to being disenfranchised. We're so mm-hmm. used to being chosen last. We're so used to being marginalized that mm-hmm. anytime that we get an order, even if it's a global order such as this, we just mm-hmm. internalize it as 
a, another instance of being disenfranchised. And you're right. What we need to do with our resilience is understand that we need to classify it and be situational with it. Right. We need to redefine right. it. As you said earlier, we need to relabel it per mm-hmm. the situation, not have a universal blanket definition of what it is. Yes, right. we can bounce back. But again, mm-hmm. we cannot bounce back in our sanctuaries that are not prisons if we don't know what we need to bounce back from right so hypothetically this disease and this virus requires eight vitamin c's every day this this and the third say for instance the remedy is this recipe and this Mm -hmm. recipe has to be taken by everybody but we don't know that until we study it right we don't know that until we dissect it and we can't dissect it if it keeps growing so you have to stay in your sanctuary you have to stay mm-hmm. put in your local area, not even your local area, because y'all are doing too much. You're still going to the park. Crystal, I saw a game of basketball the other day and almost passed out. Like, passed oh, out. Oh, no. Passed out in New York City. Yes, but... Be, and. and yes I like going outside and many people don't have terraces like I do and if you live in a city like mine you don't have a backyard like Atlanta and Houston and all these places that have you know um, houses that you can get some fresh air so I get feeling Mm -hmm. I get feeling smothered I get feeling tight Mm -hmm. but you you saying that you're not in prison you're in your sanctuary so you're basically saying change your mindset around your your setting so that they can find that remedy that I speak of so that they can figure out how to stop Mm -hmm. it from from moving forward and for those who have it how to cure it and if there's no cure for it because there's no cure for many diseases right there's no cure for cancer there's no cure for AIDS but many people are using drugs that help them live with it Mm -hmm. right even if there is no cure there is a management system in place right they can't get to that recipe hypothetically that vitamin c that ginger whatever the heck it's gonna be they can't get to that if we do not go into our sanctuaries and follow the rules so that they can stop the spread am i correct absolutely we got to stop the spread we got to we got to stop uh stressing our you know um, our medical facilities we got to we got to stop stressing like our staffs like we have oh. to stop stressing them yeah the medical so we staff have to is do our part. so thin so thin the medical staff crystal stretch so thin so, so thin. thin so, so thin. thin like it, you know what in their case resilience is you know keeping them from quitting yeah in their case <laughs> yes. right but in your case in you know case. you know our case we People who do not do or not essential workers, in your case, yours is your resilience has to be practiced with you staying in the house. Mm. Another thing to consider, you know, we said your your home is not your prison. It's your sanctuary. Yeah. Okay. You're not being trapped. You're being treasured. We want you around. Ooh, we want to keep you. Yes. Say that again. You're not being okay. trapped. You're being what? Treasured. Mm. We want you around. We need you. We want okay? you around. The world needs you around. And you having two months or three months of quarantine time is worth your life. It's worth your life to mm. be uncomfortable mm. a little bit. You can be uncomfortable a little, a little bit. bit. Like you have lived this life however old you are. You're 10 years old, you're 30, you're 40, you're 50, you're 60. Yes, this is uncomfortable. I get it. I mm-hmm. get it. This is uncomfortable for many people, right? We're losing what we we knew once new was our life, our normal rhythm, our normal cadence, our uh-huh. routines. There are people who are having to choose between a quick uh, burial or a quick cremation for their loved ones, right? We're no longer getting right. to even have our normal repasses and services to say goodbye, home right. growings, right? It is uncomfortable right now. but we, So uncomfortable. But we need to honor the discomfort and sit in it, folks. Black folk, we need to understand that resilience doesn't automatically mean rebellion. Resilience can be stillness. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, mm, mm. Yes, yes, so resilience can be stillness. I can fight back with my stillness. I can fight back with my breath. I can fight back by following the rules because there are other people who are not. Yes, like be still. You know, when they tell you to be silent, be still. Yeah, be silent, be still. Be silent, be still. Be still. You know, be still and know, like the word would say. Be still and know that I am God. Yes. Preach. Okay. So it's it's about that thing and understanding and accepting your limitation right now. Yeah. You know, some of us are just so you know, happy, you know, we're we're happy because we get to do and move around like we want to, but we have to respect the limitations. Like say, for instance, somebody got in a bad accident. Now you are confined to a wheelchair. I'm certain you would love to get up and go walk, but can you? You can't. You you? no longer have the function. You can't, you know? And so when you respect the limitation, just respect it. It's not to keep you there. You just have to understand you're not mended to that point to where you can try. Are you going to injure more? You know, yes. you're going to hurt yourself even more. So, so you have to respect the limitation when it's set. It's, it's really, we are just new to boundaries. Like yeah. you, you talk about <laughs> you know, it all the yes, time. Yes, I said it's no. no longer, yeah. It's no longer like, you know, friendship boundaries and loved one boundaries. It's like, actual physical boundaries. Yeah. You know, while you may be, able to walk you just have to watch where you go where and mind your distance you right know? yes the government said no and we don't know how to handle <laughs> it and again because anytime the government says no to us normally you know it's our Trayvon Martins it's our Sandra Bland's right it's uh-huh. if they say no to us for justice purposes and we just automatically trigger back and associate anytime they tell us no that that's what it is but it's not what it is and that brings it's me to, that brings me to my next point when I asked you about sight versus insight and how we can value this for a shutdown you know the insight instead of using your physical sight the insight is that inner voice it's that intuition it's that it's that um nurtured part of yourself that you can only hear in silence right mm-hmm. it's that part of you that tells you this is what it really is versus what you think it is right, right. And this is not what we think it is as a community again we're not talking to everybody we're talking to the people who want to break the rules we're talking to the people who will probably keep us quarantined longer than we have to because they want to pretend they're being resistant resistant and fighting the power when they're really just being disobedient and ignorant Right. And if you use your insight versus your sight, Mm -hmm. you will understand that there is value in this force shutdown. It's so much. Tell me about some of the value you find in the shutdown. Okay, so um, I don't know about everybody else. And I apologize if I don't speak for anybody but myself. But I know um, there has been years in the past when spring hits where I'm inside. A office or in my house or doing something. I'm like, oh, I wish I could just be out. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I could just be out there mm-hmm. doing something. And I get it. You know, you can't, you're not out there doing what you want to do right now. But you honestly, if you have the setup or whatever, you can actually work outside yep. in your backyard. Yep. Or, you know, somewhere safe, but you can be outdoors. Like you can actually experience the outdoors I'm, unless we are all gathering at one place. You could actually, you know, be, see a park, mm-hmm. you know, it's better than actually being within four walls with no windows. Right. You know, so you might not like uh, being at home, but you do have the luxury of working in your house and, you know, you don't have to dress a certain way. You don't have to work as hard to appear a certain way. You yes. literally get to be yourself at work more so than you ever have before. Yes. <laughs> if you get to work remotely. 
Um, I just I just feel like when you think about the time you wish you had with your children mm-hmm. and your spouse or whatever, you you're getting that. Right. Whether you want to appreciate it or respect it or not, you're getting that even more so. You you don't have to worry about that traffic you've been mad at. Mm. You know, day in and day out when you're leaving and going to work, you you're not experiencing that. Getting a break from that, right? Right, right. You were (laughs) right. You forgot that this is all the stuff you said you hated. You forgot that you manifested this. You forgot that you contributed (laughs) to this happening. You forgot that you all the words that you speak. You forgot that there is power in the tongue. You forgot that you said, "I wish I worked from home." You forgot that you said. You forgot that you said, "I hate this commute." Crystal, they forgot because I know I forgot. Uh I know I forgot saying I. I don't want to get dressed. <laughs> Crystal, let me tell you uh-huh. something. I've been looking like an extra from the color purple since I done came home. Okay. <laughs> I forgot no, that I said, I forgot that I said, I'm tired of getting dressed. I forgot that Listen. I said, I'm tired of taking this train. I forgot that I said, I don't understand why my job just don't let me work from home full time. I forgot that really? I said all of that stuff without the specifics of not having a world shut down catastrophe. I forgot that right. my words I mean things. I forgot that I said I was tired of them people. I'm tired of these people up here. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot that I said these people get on my nerves and I wish I didn't have to see them every uh, day, right? And I forgot, like I said, not to uh, get specific and say these things, but also with the solution. See, Crystal, mm. what people fail to realize is manifestation doesn't only work in prayer and positivity and meditation and positivity. Manifestation is everything that comes out of your mouth that you believe with your mind and your heart, whether it's positive or negative negative right so we want right. to act like all of this is out of the blue crystal Mm-mm, we want to act not. like it, you know what <laughs> it just came from out of nowhere we mass produced this okay child we we did it i mean we were grouped we didn't realize we were uh together we, and united <laughs> on this but we were yes <laughs> yes we were we were together we was huh, honey we was more together than destiny child and their prime okay yes, we were okay. together singing doo-wop shabop i want to be home that's what we did okay. crystal yes we yes. were together on one accord is what they call it on one accord like no other okay <laughs> that's what we don't realize and right. so this is what this is mm-hmm you are so right. I just put a piece of candy in my mouth. I'm so sorry. I'm a little, a little chewy right now. <laughs> Crystal, you are so right. It's just something that we have to understand. Our insight tells us this stuff, though. Our insight tells mm-hmm. us that this is not just about a government conspiracy, though that's what many people want right. us to say. Many people want us to just focus on this is the 5G networks. You know, this is mm-hmm. a, this is a bad. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Listen, let me tell y'all, I like to say this about conspiracy because, you know, I don't necessarily dismiss all of it right away. Right. But my my rule of thumb is if logic doesn't closely follow and tag along, it's dismissed. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. (laughs) Conspiracy. If logic doesn't closely follow and tag along, I have to dismiss it. And a lot of this conspiracy is dismissed like... Two, two, two beats after, okay? Like, right. logic doesn't follow close enough. Listen, we, can't, we can't really go far with this. You okay? can't go far. The logic don't pull a chain. No, uh-uh. no, no. Mm-mm. The logic is, <laughs> is like, you know, far behind. It's like way back there somewhere. You know, it don't work. <laughs> so you basically <laughs> tell him, you basically tell him scientists Twitter and LLC Twitter and everybody who think they know it all Twitter to shut it up. Is that what you're saying, Crystal? <laughs> Listen, how closely is the logic following? How closely? Tell me. Oh, 
Oh, you got me okay. cracking up. You're right. Where is the logic? Where is the fact that it? You Where know is what? it? Where is the logic in this? Whatever. I need it. I also think a lot of this non-logical rhetoric that is spit is because we need to deflect from, again, the insight. We need to deflect from mm-hmm. the fact that we contributed to this, Crystal. We need to deflect mm-hmm. from the fact that we chose to say all of these things that we don't like and didn't want. And now that we actually have it, it is too real to actually mm-hmm. admit that this is something that we put in the atmosphere and the atmosphere hurt us. Whether you call it God, whether you call him the universe, whether you call it Buddha, whether you call it a shaman, whether you call it energy from on high, you have to understand that you contributed to any of this madness if you ever opened your mouth and got anything that you're experiencing right now. Right. Also, what we need to consider, because I am also uh, a believer of us knowing what we need, when we need it, mm-hmm. and how to go about getting it, right, right? right? I feel like every last one of us, when we're in need, or like if we're in trouble, or we can we just feel like our energy is off, we know, and te- we just know within ourselves what to do to get back on balance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the earth knows what it needed. You know, we right. just have to respect its process. Right. You know, it needed this. Same we're actually, the, it's really recuperating right now mm-hmm. as we're moving a lot less. You know, yes. like yes. this is so good for the earth right now. It knew what it needed. Now, it clearly could have just, you know, got rid of all of us, right? Right, a whole wipeout, a whole wipeout, right. We're here, Right. we're accounted for. Right. You know, a lot of us, you know, are passing away and whether mm-hmm. you believe in, you know, recycled energy or however, or whatever you believe in, I don't know. But however you look at it, the earth is doing what it needs yes. for itself right now. And I know it feels insensitive when you look at just the nature aspect of everything. Yeah. But in a way, we cannot question what the world needs. Well, we don't even know what it needs because we're not the world, right? So just like we're I not, can't tell we're Crystal. Not, we're just in it. Right. I can't tell Crystal what Crystal needs. I can I can speculate. I can assume, yeah. but I'm not in Crystal's mm-hmm. flesh. I'm not in Crystal's heart and mind and body. So you're absolutely right. We don't know what the planet needs. We don't know what the animals need. We don't know what the trees need. We don't know what the ground needs. We don't know. And you know what? There's often things that happen to us that we can't stand that hurt us that cause us to grieve that are actually for our good right there are things that happen there's one of my favorite songs by Vashon Mitchell if you guys are not into gospel you don't know who Vashon Mitchell is but he's a great uh, gospel artist and him and his choir I love it and they have Mm -hmm. a song called for my good I might play it at Mm. the end of this episode they have a song called for my good and it says I came to tell you it was for my good all of those times that I was misunderstood every affliction was brought to me by God and I was just like "Mm, this is one of my favorite songs and it's a fast song it's a good one Chris so I'm Mm -hmm. gonna send it to you I'm gonna play it at the okay. end it's a good one <laughs> but it, it just tells you that listen what you thought was going to break you was molding you what you thought was going mm-hmm. to bury you was planting you what you thought was going to tear you apart is actually removing what's no longer necessary and sewing you back together better so right. we have no idea we have no mm-hmm. idea what's it going to be yes we're in mourning yes we're scared yes, yes. we're full of anxiety yes we miss mm-hmm. what was but sometimes when things are removed from us without our permission what was is nothing nothing even in comparison to what will be right you know and even and even like if this was just you know you know some if this wasn't the case right we understood that you know people died so many millions per second a day right we just didn't know the cause of it it was just like random reasons whatever it could be right but we always knew that we could not control you know who stayed and who went right Mm -hmm. we never had control over that We never did, but we always had to accept and respect 
that they were no longer with us in the form that we were used to. And so I, I feel like everything that we're experiencing right now is trying to help us grow and respect what we cannot control mm-hmm. on every level, mm-hmm. every level. People who lost their jobs grow and respect that you are not in control. I mean, when this, when, when this is all said and done, do you think somebody's going to blink twice at the fact that you were laid off during the coronavirus pandemic? Right. Right. You know, like right. that's not going to be held against you. Right. No. It's not. And you know, another thing too, a lot of us didn't realize how close to the brink of breaking we were. A lot of us needed this time. Yes. Force shut in and shut down brings gifts. It bears gifts that you didn't even know you needed. Every time, every time I lost a job when I was younger or whatever, I looked at that time as something that was helping me. Mm-hmm. Like you never like it. You're always uncomfortable. You're always looking at, oh man, I should I need to, I need to buy this. I, if I, when I get a job, I'll buy this. I do that or whatever. But you never, you just have to respect the fact that you're getting time that you would not have otherwise. Right. And at the end of the day, everything that I do, I understand I am given time right now that I would not have had otherwise. And I'm not going to abuse it. I'm not going to misuse it. And another thing, another tip and a trick I can give anybody right now, as soon as you figure out how to be productive Mm. and find peace and even joy with this extra time, Mm. it it goes so fast. Yeah, it's going to be gone before you know it. Have fun in your house. (laughs) Figure it out. It's going to be gone before we know it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And it's hard to figure out when you're only looking at it from one prism, right? That narrow prism of oppression, that narrow prism of, oh, I hate this. And let's be clear. I get it because I hate some of it, too. There are aspects of it that I actually like. And again, I'm about to be in my fifth week of quarantine. I started a little bit earlier than a few people. Yeah, I'm going into my fifth week and um, I see it differently than I did initially when I came in um, to it okay. the first week or so I'm actually enjoying many aspects of it right now if it would mm-hmm. if, if the angel of death would just remove itself from being so close to my friends and family I think I would be okay you know I think right. I would be like okay okay I'm home okay I can go outside mm-hmm. but I'm restricted on where I am going but for the <clears> most part I'm like okay I I needed the stillness. I don't know why I needed it. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but I don't need to always know why to comply with my God. Right? right. For me, I don't know about everybody else. Um, I have yet to rest. I'll be honest, Crystal. Most yes. people are sleeping and napping. My anxiety won't let me, even though I'm sleeping, I'm not resting. And, right. I'm, and I'm hoping that I can find that middle peaceful ground and actually mm-hmm. get some sleep and mm-hmm. enjoy not having to be anywhere in the middle of the day. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know what? I feel like just acknowledging that as much as you can, uh, just acknowledging like your lack of rest and, you know, wanting, like welcoming, say, hey, rest, you know, whenever, you know. You ain't got nothing else to do. Right. Come on, on. come I'm on, over see here. about me sleep. Yes. I'm over here. You know, I'm over here waiting. You know, and I did experience that early on. And um, I just like I would start in the bed in my bed and like around two or three, I'd wake up. I fumble with my phone and then I think about my husband who hasn't had an issue with sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get out of the bed because I don't want to wake him right. or whatever. And then I'll just, you know, and I notice like every time I go to the living room, get on the couch, cut the TV on, I'm out 
um, out like a light. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like you distract yourself. Distract mm-hmm. yourself from what you're trying to do. Whenever. Right. right. And, and, it, and it comes to find you. Like, anytime I tell myself, okay, I'm going to watch TV. No, I'm not. I'm going to fall asleep. Anytime I do something different, what I want comes. So <laughs> You're defiant. <laughs> I am. And so distract yourself. Like distraction can be anything. Distraction doesn't have to be bad. Right, right. now, distraction can be very productive. Absolutely. You know? Well said, And, and I, it's just, people just have to tap into what, what they, figure out what you're looking for, what you're trying to get out of this. If right. you're trying to get some rest, Go tell yourself you're about to watch a TV show or read a book. Right. Watch what happens. Right. right? Do the opposite. Um, if, <laughs> right. If you're trying to, um, you know, not focus on like the news and stuff like that, actually um, go do the opposite. Go, you know, make maybe go read up some, read up on some conspiracy theories and hopefully they don't scare you because <laughs> a lot of it is crazy. Right. So you just have to distract yourself from what's actually going on and preoccupy yourself with something else. And, there's a lot of people who thought, you know, like if if I didn't have to go into work every day, my creative juices would flow a little bit better. Right. I don't believe in that. Let me tell you I something. I believe my creative juices be on it at work. <laughs> let, on me, it. let me tell you something, Crystal. I was like, well, I'm going to be home. This is five weeks ago again. I done told you I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be home. I'm going to record an episode every day. Like, I'm going to give these wow. people at least <laughs> once a week. Because, you know, now I record monthly. Um, But since I've been right. home, I have been putting like every two weeks out. So that's a lot for me still. Good, good. Right. Um, but yes. I still even have no pressure. Like I put out an episode when the hell I put out an episode. However, I had right. this expectation like, yeah, I'm going to be home. I'm going to mm-hmm. work from home. So I'm going to have all this time. I'm going to bust out some YouTube videos. I'm going to be yes. having, I said no episodes every week. I got a hit list of guests. <laughs> I'm going to have guests every week. It's going to be lit. Girl, this is the third episode I've recorded in five <laughs> weeks. Ain't nobody got time. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. you have to just creativity does not come when you're waiting for it. Mm. It doesn't. Mm. Nothing comes when you're waiting for it. If if we're just waiting for this to lift because it's tired of us and it's terrorized us long enough, that is not going to happen. You have to literally distract yourself from it. And that's why I don't pay no attention to Trump because I want to distract myself from it. And he'll go away. He will. Crystal says, shoo, fly, shoo, shoo. I'm worried about somebody else, you know? And so that's what, you know, I feel like that's what he figured out. That's what Trump figured out. He felt, he figured out if he can stay in our news feed, if he can stay in our news feed, keep us talking about him, he'll be around for a long time. Yeah, absolutely right. right. He figured that out. Mm -hmm. That's the only way he's actually smart. He figured out to fixate us with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where people slept on him. They were like, oh, he'll never. And he's, first of all, he's an entertainer and Mm -hmm. he understands how to entertain. And he understands that we live in a world that people only want to be distracted and entertained. And this is why he's winning. Right. And so all we have to do is find ourselves entertained by something more sensible, something more logical, something with better leadership. You understand? Find yourself entertained with those things. Listen, you you can listen to Crystal Clear. You can listen to I Said (laughs) No. You can listen to the Raining Opinion podcast. Like there is other content out there, right? There There are so many other things that you can you know, fixate yourself on other than the problems or whatever. And so while we understand like this will, this too shall pass, it's all about 
figuring out how it's not the most important thing going on. Right. We're still living. Great point. We're still living. We still have other things to talk about. We're still women. We're still men. We're still human beings. There's still children. Mm -hmm. There's still other things to watch on TV. There's still other things to do. You still have to cook. You still have to clean your house. Like there's there's still life happening. And that is a beautiful point. That's a beautiful point to focus on gratitude. There is still life happening. There is still Mm -hmm. things blossoming and blooming while other things are being buried. And that leads me to my next question for you, Crystal. Gratitude sustainability. You know, one of the reasons I can't sleep is because my beautiful mind doesn't stop working. And when I'm in Mm -hmm. the shower is when I get my greatest ideas. And when I can't sleep, sometimes I get my greatest ideas. And this Mm -hmm. one came when I couldn't sleep. And it was to you when I asked, you know, when this is over, will the level of appreciation for the quote unquote little things, healthcare workers, service providers, uh, customer service, all of the people that were now applauding all of the things we're saying we miss we miss the travel we miss our co-workers all of the little things we took for granted that we are craving right now gratitude sustainability do you think it will still be around or do you think like after 9-11 and other crises that happened it took about a month maybe less and we recalibrated going back to our greeds instead of focusing on our needs uh unfortunately This is going to be short-lived. Um, we're just when we're preoccupied, we're preoccupied. Don't we miss? Uh, don't we miss the winter as soon as it's summer? You know, it's just like we, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we. When we're when we're when you lose it, you want it, right? But when you have it, you don't care for it as much. You don't respect it as much. And we, we this time should you know put us in position to really appreciate the things, the little things, a whole lot more. But we're going to get distracted. We're going to get distracted. Um, I feel like right now is a good time to practice our best habits. So hopefully they can stick around, you know, hopefully. But I mean, I'm a human. Mm. And and I understand, you know, it takes times like this to show me what's important. All I can hope for is that, you know, um, the healthcare workers make more. You know, right. since since they have to put their lives on the line, they actually make more money, you know, going forward. Uh, the, the service provi- providers, you know, all that time people were arguing whether, you know, fast food workers should make a certain amount. Well, now they have a great argument. If they got to be there during a pandemic, then, yeah, they right. deserve more money. Absolutely. If they're essential, they deserve essential pay. You know what? And right. so maybe maybe this had to happen so they can have a valid argument because they keep messing up on your orders and everything right, right? <laughs> so you're just like, listen, I get it now. Right. I understand. I understand. You don't get the option to make a burger from your house and I still get it. Right. So Hello. Therefore, therefore, you deserve yes. everything you want. Right. Everything you're requesting. You deserve it because you have to come because we have to have somewhere to go so we can feel somewhat normal. Right. Because I, I, I need that Popeye's chicken. There. I need my biscuit yes. with my Popeye's. Yes. 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 Right. Yes. Y'all got to be there so the economy doesn't shut down completely. Right. Y'all deserve. You deserve. Y'all deserve. I agree. And also, you know, the appreciation for teachers, I would like to sustain the gratitude sustainability for teachers you know you're a parent I'm not and I've been listening and watching and speaking to many parents not only my family Mm -hmm. not only my followers not only my subscribers Mm -hmm. but I've been I'm an advocate for children, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, many parents, if you grew up similar to I did, I grew up in a hierarchy parenting situation. And then mm-hmm. you throw the church on top of that. And then there was, oh, 
there was basically can we talk about the church after this though yeah, can we talk about it, yeah, yes we can we can go straight there um i grew up okay. in a household where you do as i say not as i do and you mm-hmm. really didn't have any say so so when i grew up and became the life architect i wanted to make sure that i always had room for the little stephanie's in the world and the little sam's of the world that get mm-hmm. that didn't get to speak and be nurtured with their voice and say no Right. I Mm -hmm. said no. So I make sure that I'm in constant contact with people that I know who are parents and everyone universally is saying, you know, like, oh, my God, this is like the hardest thing ever. And my son or daughter's teacher normally has 30 of him. Right. Yeah. That, that I have my one son or my three kids or my one daughter and I'm stressed out trying to get them to yeah. focus. And mm-hmm. this teacher has 15 to 30, depending on where you live and what kind of school, charter, private, whatever, public. Right. This one adult has to deal with 30 of my sons, 15 of my daughters. How the right. heck do they do it all day now that there is a reverence for the teachers because right. the parents have become a teacher. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm praying that that sustainability, that gratitude they make more is money too. Yeah. Yes. And not only make more money because <clears throat> money is fantastic and we love it and right. we like it, yeah. but it's important that people connect to humanity, right? Because even if right. they do or don't get money, you have actually got to experience a remnant, a piece, a small piece, a few weeks, a few months of what these people have to deal with all year long. All year long. Also, just my for my daughter's teacher in particular, and just I'm pretty sure a lot of teachers are doing this, they're having to, you know, do lesson plans like pre-recorded. Yes. Like a lot of them could literally start their own YouTube channels for learning and make a living off of that. And like my daughter's teacher is so talented. Like the way she's in keeping these kids engaged with this video. I'm just like, I know she I know my child is like enthralled and engulfed in everything that you're saying because look at her right now watching you on the screen. Right. Like, she is eating it up. <laughs> Just like last like she Aww. right there. I'm like, this is amazing. That's wonderful. This is amazing. It's wonderful. So I am like shout out kudos to all the teachers yes. that are still making it count, yes. you know, because you have to. Yes. You know, a lot of the teachers are gonna get paid anyway. You right. know, this is just how this works. Right. You know, they have summers all the time. Mm-hmm. But you know. It is just amazing of their dedication and trying and their effort and just making sure these kids don't miss a beat, you know? And I'm just, I'm really, I'm really proud of, you know, that segment, especially of the teachers just making it happen, even though the kids can't be there. You can tell like they are really missing the kids and I'm in shock. Because mm. I, you know, everybody got a calling, mm-hmm. everybody got a ministry. <laughs> yes, and, yes, and you know that is that's a great one. That's that is a great, a great one. one. That is not my ministry. Never have, no. never will be. Mm-mm. Right? I teach in different Mm-mm. classrooms. Right? But not to no <laughs> children. And again, right. whoever you have in your house, how, however many children you have in your mm-hmm. house, it still will pale in comparison to the size of the classrooms. Right? And right. if you think about 15, 20, 25, 18, 30 kids in a classroom, that's thirty different personalities. 30 different learning styles, 30 Mm -hmm. different traumas, 30 different needs, 30 Mm -hmm. different households. So this this one being encompasses all of that and still tries to maintain and get Mm -hmm. your child to to comprehend words and numbers and science and math. So I just just wanted to touch on the teachers really quickly because, of course, we're talking about the doctors and nurses, as we should, Mm -hmm. and the whole entire hospital and nursing home staffs and surgeons, as we should. But I feel like teachers should not be second fiddle when it comes to that. Though they're not performing Mm -hmm. brain surgery, they are molding the brains of the future, right? You hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes. They Mm -hmm. are molding the brains of our next leaders, our next 
next CEOs, our next presidents, our next governors, our next uh, 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 Popeye's franchise owner, whatever it is, right? Our right. next store managers, our next janitors, mm-hmm. they are molding those. And I, 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 I know how valuable a, a great teacher can be. Right. I know how right. valuable someone who showed you that you were just more than the page in the textbook can be. So it was important for me to mention teachers. And I'm so glad that your daughter is enjoying her experience, her virtual experience with her teacher. So, yes, you I wanted to. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You wanted to go to the no, church. No, I, was I was about to say, say go we're on going to the church. <laughs> I feel like they fit with the, uh, you know, the the rebellion and the fear, you know? Yeah. Um, but let's just, I, I feel like maybe there is some confusion when it comes to faith and fearlessness in the pandemic, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. And in, I don't think they necessarily feel like, oh, the government is telling me what to do. I feel like they feel like the government is telling them they can't practice their faith. You know, I uh-huh, feel like uh-huh. they are fighting against government for their faith. You know, I feel like they're being, they feel like they're being tested and being told to denounce God himself yes. by being told not to go to church. Right. And I just want to tell, you know, the Christians that I know and love that, no, nah, uh, God is with you mm. wherever you go. Wherever. He, wherever you go, you don't have to be in the church. God, you, you, you're supposed you sleep, to be the church. About God, no, but God you're supposed, but you're supposed to be the church. You, you are the church, right? So the building you, should not deter you from your worship. It should not. Mm. It should not. There is no way. There's no separation, right? Mm, like mm, I, mm. I really, I really would like for them to sit down and think this one through right. a lot more than they are. Like a lot of us, you know, I feel like a lot of us feel like oh. A lot of these preachers and pastors, you know, they're worried about their personal finances with, you know, asking or requesting that people come to church. But I think the people, you know, feel like it's necessary for them. Like a lot of people are probably in that place to where they feel like being told not to go to church is a lot like denouncing God. And and I feel for them if that's the mindset that they're in, but I just want them to explore all the other ways where they can have church, you know? Like, of course, everybody knows they can have church online, but it's like the fact that you are inhaling and exhaling is a worship within itself. Like, why are you discounting that? Say it, say it. Why are you discounting your breath every time he blows breath of life into you? Right. Mm. And it's just like... we are so much bigger than our routines. Religion in itself is a regimen and a routine. Girl, we're so much bigger than that. We're so, we're much, so much bigger. Our connection goes way deeper than that. You hear, Here's the thing, Crystal. Your connection goes way deeper than that. I'm going to challenge oh. that because... <laughs> Glory. I'm, you would. I'm good. I would. I said you no. Would. I would. And I am. I challenge that because your connection goes deeper. Mm-hmm. You were talking about a lot of people who have no real connection with God, but they got a connection with their pastor. Okay, uh-huh. they don't have a connection with That's the true. Lord, but they got a connection with that choir, right? They don't mm-hmm. got a connection yep. with God, but they got a connection with the position they hold in the church with their title, right? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. don't have a connection with God. They have a connection with the babysitting service that church offers so that they don't have to deal with their kids. You see, mm. there's a lot going on with the mm. disconnect in religion versus spirituality. And my problem with this is mm. most people are pretending, as you said, or feeling as if someone's removed their spirituality when they didn't have it in the first place to remove what they're trying to tell you is your religion Mm. your religion is the building your spirituality is you so no one's taking that from you it could be that you never had it that's why you feel it's lost without the building 
I'm just saying. I'm just so. So the real issue is mm. that is something for you developed, and maybe this pandemic, maybe okay. Corona is forcing you okay. to get it. Yes, because my job, my God is a jealous God, and He don't want no idols before Him, right? So I might have mm. to break everything down. I might have to strip everything hey. away from you. My mama taught me when she taught me mm. the word. She said, "If God is not your everything, He will take everything." And I need people to oh. understand. I need people to understand that this world is his this greenery these fish everything all of the stuff that's coming back to life as you mentioned earlier crystal you said the land is being renewed the land is being Mm -hmm. restored the grass is growing you have people reporting that they haven't seen fish in certain ponds in generations and all of a sudden the fish are swimming all of a sudden the birds are singing in parts of the world that that there was no song right Mm. all of a sudden there are trees blooming in fields that there were no longer trees the field was barren and all of a sudden all of a sudden, because we're forced to be still, the mm-hmm. earth can grow. I'm going to need people to know that there mm-hmm. is growth possibilities here in the mm-hmm. midst of this mess. But we cannot project outwards. We have to go inward. We have to take that insight. We can't be blaming yes. them. We can't say they're taking everything from us instead of looking at what we're gaining. Mm. What you've been neglecting. Girl, what's been dormant See, all this time in you. Right. See, we've been we've we've been valuing the things that actually was bringing nothing to us. Mm. You know, the most valuable things have always been free. You know, <laughs> and we we've been neglecting those things for so long. Mm, mm, mm. And it's 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 crazy, but it you know it takes this much, and sometimes it does. Sometimes you do have to be broken down. Yeah, you know, a lot of people experience this, and you know, because we're not all experiencing it at once. You know, everybody can't feel it. You know, but a lot of people go through different times in their life where they're broken down, stripped down to absolutely nothing. And that's when they see. Rock bottom. That's when they see. Right. And so this is like, I guess the the mass, you know, the mass production of everybody. Stop. Mm -hmm. Let's just stop all this extra commotion. Let's stop all the additional distraction. Right. You and I say it all the time on Crystal Clear. You are the most important thing going on, mm-hmm. and people don't like to hear it mm-hmm. because they're like, "Ah, uh, uh, it ain't about me." It is. It is about <laughs> you, sis. It sir, is, ma'am. It, it is. It is. It's about you. Yes. Because if we can get you in a place to where you don't have the complaint mm. or you don't have the problem, you're not mad at the boss, you're mm. not mad at your coworker, mm. you're not mad at the traffic, you're mad at yourself. Yes, Crystal. You're yes. mad at what you didn't do, mm. what you should have done, what you could have done, what you have time to do. Mm. And if you just quit huffing and puffing about what the government doing because mm. you found a new distraction, mm. you can see. What See, you've been missing? We found a new addiction because I have to replace the old addictions with something new because mm-hmm. I can't make it about me. Because if I really get silent, if if I mm. really sit down and be still and realize that I've been my own worst enemy, if I mm. really get quiet and realize that my relationships were falling apart prior to this, before this all happened because of me, mm. if, if I really if I really get still and still and realize that this pandemic actually saved me, that Ooh. my cheating, my lying. My stealing Mm. was all about to come to the light prior to this epidemic. I really was given some time. I really was given a reprise. Oh, child, let me shut up. I was really given a moment. 
Mm. Child, crystal, crystal, crystal clear. If I really <laughs> sit down and, and mm-hmm. not be distracted, if I really sit down and get quiet and still and lower my yes. voice and just breathe and be one with my breath and my heartbeat mm-hmm. and the rhythm, I will start to unfold and unlock things that I've been trying to bury all this time. Mm. Trying to ignore, trying to get around, trying to go under, too high to get Mm -hmm. under, too low to get under, Michael said. You're stuck in the middle. I'm trying to just find something. (laughs) I'm trying to find something to distract me from the fact that whatever it is that I'm the reason I'm unhappy. I'm the reason I'm overweight. I'm the reason I'm in a a relationship that's unhappy for me. I'm the reason I'm at a job I don't like. I'm the reason that I don't feel that I'm a good parent. I'm the reason that I'm the reason that fill in the blank. I am the reason I'm the reason my house feel like a prison. Okay. Ooh, yep. Ooh, <laughs> I'm the okay. reason I feel like a prisoner in my own skin. Yes. I'm yes. the reason. I'm the reason that I'm not happy no matter what I claim happiness look like. Every time it's given to me, I found a way to self-sabotage it. I'm the reason. Yep. I'm the reason. I can't, I can't do that, Crystal, because that'll break me. And God forbid I break because of me. But it's okay that I break because of other people. Mm-hmm. 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 it's okay yeah. that I'm shattered because of relationships and I blame it on everybody else it's okay that the friendship broke up and I blame her because she wasn't a good listener I can be broken <laughs> and hurt because of mm-hmm. other people but God mm-hmm. forbid I, I acknowledge that all this time it ain't them I've been breaking my own heart right mm. I'm gonna leave it. Right. Here. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it, Crystal, because I don't know. I don't know. Listen. <laughs> no, you, you, I mean, that's, that's exactly what it is. We need to get to us we need to get to us we when we think when we really just allow it our connection has always been there mm. we've, we've worked so hard against the natural connection that we were born with yeah. it is there underneath all the distraction that we've been you know building off of you know everything that we've attached ourselves to that didn't belong to us right all of those things it's under that our connection once you get to that that core that 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 innermost you, yeah, it's where your strength is, yeah. Yeah. And that's what we need. We need to get to that. We need to get to that core strength. We, we do. And nothing can get us there except for equalizing things such as this. Right. Mm-hmm. Because money doesn't save you from Corona. No nope. status, likes, comments, shares, followers, mm-hmm. influencers nope. and none, none of it. Beauty, size, Mm-mm. clothes, Mm-mm. money, cars. Mm-mm. None of it is absolving you from the possibility of having this deadly virus and if that doesn't tell you that there is a message in it because what what really comes around crystal that equalizes everyone now you could have a tragedy in your city right Mm 9-11 happened in new york and though people sympathize with new yorkers in washington when Mm 9-11 happened if you didn't live in washington in new york you really didn't feel the impact as much Right. Right. So we've had tragedies and um, crisis, crisis, is it crises or crisis that happen um, individually in cities and states and towns. But when something happens on a global scale, when something Mm -hmm. equalizes and flattens everybody across the board, there has to Mm -hmm. be a message there. There has to be a universal message that is trying to be sent that we need to listen to. Would you agree? I agree. And um, the one that I feel that a lot of us, especially, you know, the people we were raised around um, and love very dearly, it's like, oh, it's the ending. Mm-hmm. No, it's the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I feel like, um, I, I've said this in my, my latest show that I feel like a weakness has been exposed. Right. 
I feel like we only want faith to go so far. You know, we we mentally have set up an end date for how long we got to be faithful, you know? And I feel like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there's yes. so much more for us. Mm-hmm. I, I know that a lot of people may not, you know, have their spirituality like I do, but I I have to tell you that if if you are expecting me in, then you need to go deeper. You need to dig. You know, you actually, you know what, I hope you are putting the position, the perfect position of having nothing else to focus on but yourself right now. Right. You don't have a choice. I I pray you, because that's what you you need to be focused on the fact that, you know what, God wants to take me a whole lot further than I was prepared. Mm. And all the doomsday prepper, guess what your doom is? It ain't over. (laughs) Okay, there's no doom you can prepare for, okay? It ain't over. You have so much more to look for. Why do you want to be prepared for a doom? Mm. You know, like, what? why do we need it to end? the, The world needs to ask itself. Why do we need the world in? I understand today that the humans might make this world unbearable, like unbearable for ourselves, but the world gonna be here, right? right. The world so, gonna be here, right? It's gonna be here. We can't destroy it. It can destroy us. We can't destroy it. So we gotta figure out how we're going to cohabitate. Mm-hmm. You know how are we gonna do this? There's so much more for us to learn and get from life itself, from this experience. It's not over. It's just the beginning. Quit planning for the end. We don't want to plan for nothing else but the end. Right. If you think about it, but we, we need don't. To... We, we don't want to write. We don't want to write plans down as far as like how to make things happen for ourselves. We just want to. Oh, it's about to be over. We just want to. We just want to pull a plug instead of saying how are we going to start anew? How are we going to begin some, again? Right. I think for some, it's easier to just pull the plug. Well, yeah, because we're we're conditioned to do the easy stuff, Crystal. No one wants to do the hard work. No one wants to do it. And you know what? You and I have candidly talked about that hard work. Sometimes we we recoil it and push it off, right? We do. We do. We absolutely do. We do. It's human nature to be like, I just want to do the easy stuff. I don't want to look inward. I don't want to assess. I don't want to plan. I just want to do the easy work. But let me tell you something about that easy work. It only lasts but so long because first a, a pebble will be thrown at your head. Then it'll be a rock. Then it'll be a brick. Mm-hmm. And then the whole building comes tumbling down because you didn't listen to the first time when it was a pebble. You didn't listen to the second time when God threw a rock. You didn't listen to the third time when he threw a brick. Now all has to crumble for you to pay attention mm-hmm. because you wanted the easy way out. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot to digest. And you, you have been a great help helping my audience digest this but yes. before you go crystal you know i have to ask you about saying no you know oh i God. have to ask you because this is <laughs> this is the i said no podcast right mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. want to know in this pandemic thus far what have you personally said no to so that you can make room for a yes um i have said no to the the debilitating fear you know i've said no to the the unproductive distraction um i've said no to hopelessness mm. i've said no to you know just all all the things that that want to take your attention and make you feel like you know if you're in trouble, like this is this is bad, you know, there's no coming back from this. This is it's time to kind of just fold up. Yeah. Right. I'm saying no to everything like that. Um and I have to. I have to. I, I'm saying no to, you know, 
being the only one in the office because nobody else there isn't it safe you could be there and you could just help no I'm not right. I'm I myself. said no uh, right uh-huh, yeah. I said no it won't be me right. uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm saying no to you know feeling like I can't be productive at home you know working remotely I'm saying no to um, being overwhelmed mm. you know with not having the control I'm yeah. saying no to needing control. <laughs> oh, you better <laughs> teach to me. Ooh, <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just gonna. I just say no to anything that does not make me feel like this will pass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love everything you said, particularly saying no to the need to be in control. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of bickering in households across the world right now because we lost a lot of what we normally controlled. And Mm -hmm. when we start to nitpick at other people for things that are unnecessary, that is us craving control. So Mm -hmm. if I put, did the dishes and put the forks in the, um, drawer, um, uh, one angle off than you normally do it and we're now arguing about that right? right if I cooked the burgers and did it this way versus that way but everybody still ate and it was delicious and we're arguing about the George Foreman grill versus the pan mm-hmm. um, that is you craving control that is you mm-hmm. feeling like you have nothing to control so you are going to find your control at all course and you saying that just rung the alarm because that is what I'm craving and I'm finding Mm -hmm. myself irritated because I don't have my normal control because of my normal routine not Mm -hmm. being here so thank you for saying that and bringing that to the light because many of us are doing it we're nitpicking at ourselves we're talking negatively to ourselves we're Mm -hmm. talking and and even if we're not doing it to our children and our husbands and our wives and our families you know what we're doing Crystal we're going on Line and we're arguing on Twitter, right? Yep. We're going online and we're going on Instagram and for people we claim we don't like and don't value and that are beneath us and we're better than and they don't make mm-hmm. sense. We're getting into verbal altercations with these people. Why? Because we're craving control and worth. Mm-hmm. We're craving it right now. So yeah. you saying that, thank you, just reminded me of that and just put me in check as only crystal clear can do. Right. Oh, and I, I'm also saying no to allowing the fearful to, you know, make a fear rise up in me because it's a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. We know that if everybody's running to the store and buying up everything, then we better get there yes. and, and get something for ourselves. Right. Yes. So this, um, this, the fear of, there being a lack, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, as a creative, you already have, you know, this fear of, you know, maybe if you're creative in the same way someone else is creative, then there might be a lack of space yes. or opportunity for you because yes. it's already been tapped into. It's already been and done. We're seeing that mm-hmm. in this pandemic that, you know, if they buy up all the tissue, what well, well, I'm gonna wipe myself with. <laughs> right, know? right. So it's it's that type of thing. And so don't allow the fear of others create a lack within you and let you worry and make you worry about things that you don't need to. Right. Like some of us, you know, already bought tissue and, um, you know, 
large, you know, portion. So you was going to have a tissue for June anyway, but not since everybody else buying it. You're like, I better buy some for September, right? Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't be a sheep. Don't right? do that. Don't let your fear don't lead you to following. Don't let your fear, don't. don't let their fear lead you to following their fear because that's essentially what it right. is, right? They're scared. They're running out. You start to take that on. That energy is contagious, as we always say. Now, their fear mm-hmm. is transferred onto your fear, which you already had, mm-hmm. which causes you to be a sheep. It causes you to be a follower. Oh, so they're going to clean out all the toilet tissue. So that means we have to. And then we're going to go to the supermarket and then we're going to get into a fist fight over right. toilet tissue. And someone's right. going to film it and put it on Twitter. <laughs> and don't let their fear encourage you to hoard, right? Mm. And I'm not just talking about hoarding tissue. I'm saying don't let the fear encourage you to hoard anything that could be useful to somebody else whether that is a gift. Now, a lot of us, a lot of us, you know, already have to protect ourselves. I feel like me, you had a conversation in passing on Twitter about trust and trusting people Mm -hmm. with our creativity Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it, when I was, you know, when I first started paying attention and realizing the stores were like running out of paper towel and tissue and hand sanitizer and Clorox wipes and stuff like that, it just made me think about all the things that we hoard because we feel like we need it. Mm. Mm. And there are so many things that we just need to make sure we are allowing for other people and and our gifts are that like right now is not the time to hoard your gift Mm -hmm. and if you're going to give if you're going to find anything to do it is tap into that creativity and figure out what you've been holding on to out of fear interesting and release that right now don't hoard your gifts hmm out of fear don't hoard your gifts right now well you stay not right now you stay dragging me my goodness crystal (laughs) not right now don't hoard your gifts now there's a difference between hoarding your gifts and really just not feeling gifted in the moment would you agree i agree okay i agree i just want to just be clear because i could hear somebody saying well i just don't feel like I have anything to give because right we definitely tell people you can't pour from an empty cup so if your cup is not you you can't pour from an empty cup right so right but I I would I would question like what what are you expecting your gift to be though because I feel like it's so easy to listen to someone like me and Stephanie and feel like your gift has to look like ours right oh yes so what could your gift be that we speak to, but it's not exactly the same? Like, what is your gift? Right. Like, I, right now is a good time to be figuring out what you really do, because we don't all do the same thing. Right. We don't. And even if we do the same thing, you and I have talked about this also before, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to do it like you. No nobody's one's going to do it. Nobody can deliver a word like Crystal. Nobody can deliver a word like Stephanie. If we have the same topic on both of our respective shows, it is going to be delivered in different ways. This is true. Right? So there's no need to compare ourselves. Right. And this is why we're collaborating and partnering now because mm-hmm. there is no worry that Crystal's going to get on here and she's going to outshine me. And how do I do it like Crystal? No, I want Crystal's presence. I want Crystal. Crystal's talent. Yes. I want Crystal's gift because she is the only Crystal Clear. Right. And and okay, so let's let's do this real quick. So you know, hoarding gifts, right? You know how we also hoard our feelings because we we don't we can't trust people with them, right? right? <laughs> yes. I can't tell I can't tell you how I feel because I don't know how you're gonna feel. Right, you know? right. And you I don't know? know how you're gonna make me right. feel about my feelings, right? How I don't you- know how you're gonna make me feel about my feelings. Right. And so like our the last episode that we had on my show, we we kind of touched base on um, 
me having an issue with not getting the opportunity to show a little girl in second grade uh, me jump roping, right? Mm-hmm. She jumped rope yes. and I was ready to jump rope. And yes. she's like, I don't care, right? I remember that. It's yes. funny to me because, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's silly, but it's little, right? So uh, Stephanie, I have to tell you that, you know, while I was patient, you know, while, you know, I um, understood everything to time because I, I know how the creative process works and I know how timing works or so whatever. I, I really feel like you were going to let me jump rope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really feel like you're going to let me jump rope. She's not going to let me jump rope. She don't want to see me jump rope. She sure did. She um, said, no, I just wanted you to watch me, Babu. Mm-hmm. Babu, okay. You know, and so <laughs> dude, that, that lesson that we talked about was like, ever present and I'm like Christy you still need to jump rope mm. like what's going on with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like why do you need to jump rope like whether she sees you jump rope or not you already jumping rope right, over here you right, know right so whether she whether she gives you the attention you feel like you deserve or whether she doesn't or whatever what is the deal but I feel like I feel like it's important that I don't hoard those feelings because I, I right now is a great time to like express yourself because I want to help somebody yeah and so like I was sad, you know, I'm like, oh man, you know, <laughs> you know, well, maybe I just have to wait and I did or whatever. But it was like, it was for me, it was me understanding, like, no matter if, you know, I was upset or not, I always knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people get upset and they discard their want and their desire. Mm. So my, the lesson here for me is never to discard the want and desire. So I knew like, okay, right now is not the time to jump rope. Right? right. But as soon as she asks, <laughs> I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have a rope. You know, it's, it's going to be time yeah. or whatever. And so that's the thing. I feel like a lot of times we want to throw away. When we're upset, we want to throw away the whole thing. Yes. The opportunity. Yes. The person. Yes. You know, and it's, it's not about that. You can be upset, but don't ruin the the friendship, the love, you know, right. The respect, the admiration. And so it was, it was really a test, you know, for me to be like, okay, I I trust what I get from Stephanie. This is not, you know, he is, is timing or whatever. So I had to share that. Well, thank you for sharing that. Oh my goodness. You're so right, Crystal. We lead with our hurt. We all have a Mm -hmm. trauma language and we all, some of us don't even realize it, but what's front and center is our disdain for what happened to us, our hurt, and then mm-hmm. our our need to hold the grudge against the person who hurt us, right? Right. And, and our need to hold on to the whole story of mm-hmm. that hurt. And it blocks us from delivering mm-hmm. so much of our goodness. Right, so, and the opportunity. Oh like, the opportunity God. doesn't have to be blocked. It doesn't have to be blocked. So I appreciate, yes, Crystal, yes, for revisiting. Uh-huh. You bring that <laughs> up. I'm so happy to hear that because you're right. There's so much that's in the way of mm-hmm. us just Listen, there are things you and I or many people listening say and share, whether it's online or in person, and we don't even realize it impacts somebody. It changes. Right. We we can help someone in ways we have no idea who's watching, who's listening, what we Mm -hmm. said that helped and what we didn't say. Sometimes silence is the best thing that someone needs, but you can't give you can't give that to them if you're leading with the hurt of an old story. You can't. Mm -mm. You can't. You can't. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, unicorns. Let's give 
give it up for Crystal Clear, please. Insert clap audio here. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Crystal, you are welcome. And you have a home here, a safe space by your definition of space. You have it here by your definition of safe as well. It is here for you anytime you ever want to be a guest. You please let me know. And before we go, please tell my beautiful souls again where they can find you and who you are and what you want them to hear as your last word. Okay. So again, um, I'm on all your uh, podcasting platforms for the most part, Crystal Clear, the podcast at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L, Clear, the podcast, and I have the reigning opinions. And basically my message across the board is you know, to be who you are, never be afraid to be every aspect of yourself. I mean, a lot of us have tons of conflicts that we don't feel mesh or go well together, but your, um, your, your fingerprint, your soul print, your identity print is every aspect of you. So you have to figure out how to bring that to the table if you want to fully deliver who you feel God wants you to be. And um, that is my mission. I want to be clear. I want to be me entirely. I don't want to withhold because I don't think it fits. I don't want to withhold because I'm afraid of how somebody who likes crystal clear will feel about regular crystal. I just want to get really comfortable in every part of who I am. And I feel like that's me truly living the life that God would have me live. So that's all I want to say. And thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you so much. I love this. My absolute pleasure. This was a joy for me. It actually brightened up my day. I was having a so-so day and I knew I was going to record with you and it gave me something to look forward to. And as per usual, you never, ever disappoint. So thank you, Crystal. Beautiful souls, you already know I will put Crystal's information in the show notes. And if you want to hear her again, which I'm sure you do, you let me know and I'll have her back for you. I love you all for listening. Remember to love yourself always in all ways. Thank you for listening.